Welcome to Argue This. We got uh, me, Alex. We got our buddy Derek. And we got Tron. This week we're going to be arguing, should governments have the power to ban digital or physical media, such as movies, video games, books, music, and all the like? So let, let, let's start off with the most controversial controversial um, video games. As it always has been, Grand Theft Auto, Manhunt, um, State of Emergency, any of these senseless, violent video games that have you going around killing people and just for fun. Should the government be able to ban it or should the rating system just be enough and parents should, you know, keep an eye on their kids and make sure their kids aren't getting a hold of these violent, vile video games that are creating cop killers of kids. I have a mixed uh, feeling on this, so I'm going to let someone else go first. Derek? Uh, <laughs> so I believe that, um, you know, in our lifetime, uh, just me being a gamer for the last, you know, 25 years or so, uh, we've seen what is already changing and being allowed by uh, the media, so to speak, from, you know, if you imagine playing uh, like a Bond game where they got to the point where it was, you know, getting sexual, but they would never progress into much more than them kiss or something like that on screen to now where in Cyberpunk, you know, you can edit the size of your penis or become a transvestite if you want. So I think we're getting to the point where I think the media is starting to allow more of that things are becoming more acceptable because of what we're accepting necessarily in real life as well. But I still think that, you know, you can't just let, you know, a game let you be, you know, a mass murderer and the better mass murderer you are, you know, the better that you are at that specific game. I mean, I understand you can mass murder in GTA and you can do all those things, but that's not the purpose of GTA. You know, there's still a purpose to beat the game and, that's not the purpose. If the purpose was to be a mass murderer, I think we have to, that's where we have to like start like looking into those things, you know, pretty sure the end of like Grand Theft Auto, you like just went through and killed a bunch of cops. The end of Grand Theft Auto no, three, you didn't kill a bunch of cops in uh, five. Was it in the most recent one? Five. five. Yeah. You didn't yeah. kill a bunch of cops. At the but, end but uh, like the mission, no Russian from uh, modern warfare. Was it? Yeah. It was one of those uh, that you just go through like a, and that's, the, you're talking about the mall scene, right? I'm talking about the air, airport scene. The airport, yeah. Yeah, that one's bad. I mean, I actually seen that. That's, that's I've played it. And yeah. Okay, so, and this is where I, well, finish your thought. Go ahead. So, I mean, th- there's these crazy things. Like Mortal Kombat back in the day on the NES, they're like, you can't put blood in it. That pushes it over the edge. What if a kid sees a square of blood? Oh, my God. He's going to become violent and want to beat up people. They had a cheat code to get, you know, add blood back in. Or they turned it green, I thought. Wasn't it green at first? They changed the color of it? They they had no blood. They changed it green, and then you can have a code to turn it red. But it was a huge deal because it was like the first violent, oh, my God, video game. Like even Doom was like you're killing aliens. These are aliens coming to kill you and take you to hell. Because you smoked a little bit of green. I, I, don't, I don't know what the actual fucking thing was. But 
it, it's all these video games that you know push the boundaries of what parents want. Like I, I, I want my kid to play you know Blue's Clues. Like that's as far as I'll let him go. But he's over here playing Grand Theft Auto Five and fucking hookers and killing them. And I, I think it should just be up to the parents, one hundred percent up to the parents to monitor their kids, check what they're doing. Hey, you know, oh, apparently there, there's always going to be like adult only games that are insanely hard to get. Like I remember way back in the day, there's this huge news story about a game called Rape Lay, and all you did was go and rape women. It got t- taken from shelves really quick, but people still got it. So it's still out there. I'm like, what the fuck? All right. So with GTA, it shows how sadistic society is just on video games. Because you could do the yoga mini games and you get just as much experience as going around and murdering everyone. But everyone chooses murdering because it's more fun. Like just yoga. But how in comparison, did you do more yoga? Or more mass murder. Oh, there's more. There's more than one yoga mission. So, <laughs> um, now when we talk about like, um, what's it called? Governments in society for like dictating what we can and can't do and can and can't watch. Uh, there's always a fine line, and the reason why I say that with a fine line and uh, why I originally said that I have mixed views on this is like I do believe that like you just stated. Um, most of that should be handled by parents and parents choosing uh, whether like what the kids are allowed to do and watch and whatnot. Right. Yeah. But on that same notion of what you said with like, there's that rape game. There's also a game uh, that was on steam it, uh, during all those like mass uh, school shootings of like being the school. Yeah. Shooter and then, and stuff yeah, like that. there's and a game that where... got pulled and stuff like that. Like those type of games sh- should not exist. I know Again, I'm talking like free market, freedom of choice and stuff like that. But like, what's the purpose of that game versus purposes of other games? I know it's entertainment is like the overall umbrella of it. But like, you should look more at yourself if you're getting entertained by those specific yeah, things. Yeah, like apparently, like go ahead and do something else. Like, I feel like if you ever like went into the store and like, hey, uh, can I can I get a uh, Ray play in the game about being a school shooter. You should just put it on a list. Just like, boom, you're on the list now. Yes. <laughs> and they, they fucking watch you. Yes. And it's like, okay, yep, you're. But pretty- then that gets down another slippery slope with Big Brother watching you and how, how do you get on a list? How do you get off a list? Stuff like that. So, like, again, it's just a, it's a slippery slope. And that's where I have mixed, like, feelings of this is because as long as you have like a functioning government then yes there could be like some restrictions and stuff and like yes they it's easier if you could accept them telling you certain things but like what functioning government in the world is there right now that you trust well i mean i i don't trust any of them that, that's the, they're here and lies the problem <laughs> and i'm openly admitting to that it's a, it's a double-edged sword yeah so it's just it's just parents that, but at the same at the same merit there, um, I was able to get my hands on Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories for the PSP, and able to play it underneath without my parents buying it for me. I had a, I had a friend go get it for me. I gave him some money. He you know he got the game, brought it back to me, and then boom, I have it. 
So, and and I hit it really well. I mean, that's another issue though, because it's the same thing as like being a kid and like getting your friend to buy you cigarettes, or like for my case when I was young, being a kid and like, yo, I want to get weed, and then got bad weed. <laughs> yeah, no, the, or they had like like one time I snuck like a um, a parental advisory CD, Limp Biscuit, by the way, shout out. And had like my finger thumb over top of the parental advisory sticker as I was showing her that I was going to buy the CD. I told her I was going to do it anyway. I just told her that I was going to buy the edited version, not, but I didn't. I bought the non-edited version. I the, hate edited versions. You know, so, but I hit it. You know what I mean? And I think that goes into the thing too, where I think it's, it's in society too, where like when my mom like first saw me really getting into like the PVP side of video games, you know, and me being good enough to like go to these local tournaments back in the day and win. And like, she's like, Hey, like, just so you know, it's not real life. You know, I was like, I know it's just competition. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm just beating those kids. It's like, I'd beat them in sports, you know? And she was like, she's like, so you're not going to go pick up a gun or anything. I was like, be completely honest. I'm, I don't even really like going hunting with him. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't ever a thought in that sense where I wanted the more violent the game got. It wasn't like my interest. My interest was I liked those games because my friends played those games. We could talk about those games. Then I also like beating the shit out of the random kids on the internet. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing like even to this day, there's nothing better than me, me and me, you and Blaine can like counter a push and drop a package off in overwatch and be like fuck you guys we we did that us three not these other idiots on the other part of the team but that was a team effort between me and my homies you know what i mean like that still feels awesome because like i know i know that i've lost that way and i've been in the, in the lose seat i know how bad it feels to lose so like and it's my own little victory where like no one else knows that except for the people on my mic or if someone's watching me play the game you know so i think that's a big thing too but like I personally have never felt a drive to play the more violent games. Do I love the violence? Absolutely. I'm a, I love, I love football because it's violent. I love watching people smack people. You know what I mean? I love basketball because it's violent when they dunk on the, you know what I mean? Like I love that, that violence in a sense where I, I used to, the more I got hit in football, the better I got. You know what I mean? Where someone cracked me, I guarantee you that I'm fine at number 67 and I'm going to hit that dude as hard as I can next time I catch that guy. You know what I mean? Where I love the violence, but driven towards, you know, things that maybe society frown upon that's not my style you know what i mean i play video games because of an entertainment value in a sense where they're entertainment for me and my friends to hang out when we can't hang out or don't want to hang out you know so i think it's one of those things where i think the where it goes into censoring i think it's what we believe in the media you know and what 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 society is accepting now because we've definitely seen changes of like some of these games we played nowadays would never have been a thought in the 90s you know what i mean no matter how good the technology they had back then if they had this technology back then wouldn't have been because society didn't accept it you know so yeah i mean back uh i had an n64 way back in the day and i got perfect dark for it such a good game oh excellent game loved it and like, I had my mamma buy it for me, and then my mom saw it. I'm like, oh, I got this game. It says, you know, and then she, like, oh, it's rated M for mature. And she, like, had a fucking 
big old meltdown on me. How dare you? Blah, blah. And then I'm like, fuck. She's like, and then afterwards, she's like, is it fun? I'm like, yes, it's fun. I'm like, I can turn off the blood if that's really what bothers you. Well, like, when we're talking in games, right? I just never thought of this until you brought it up with, like, being younger and whatnot. Ding. 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 My, uh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, but, like, my daughter's been bro- uh, brought up around games, like, her whole entire life, right? Yep. Uh, especially with me. Played tons of video games around her. She plays Overwatch. Not good at it, but she plays it. Yeah. She would freak out if she heard a gun go off. She does not like loud noises, even though I'm loud. Yeah. She's just not that type of person. Mm-hmm. So, like... I don't see her ever being like, yo, let's go shoot up. Let's go shoot up a school. Let's go shoot someone. Let's go commit mass. No, you like, know, that's just not a thing that would cross her mind. It, it, it's not a, a thought of a healthy mind. It, it's a thought of like a mind that's been beaten down and bullied. It, it's the Columbine. The, the, these kids were themselves. They got bullied the fuck out of. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. Fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck. You know, um, it's like that scene in what's that fucking one movie where he's like, half big. Half big. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. And, and, and yeah, I love that you, you're just like, you know, you know exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> and it, it, it's just an unhealthy thing. And we. It needs to come down to mental wellness for a lot of people. And I mean, for like, I, I was able to get all my guns, just no problem. I didn't have to go through like any mental evaluation or anything, but I want to be opposed to that to have people like Roger Elliott or uh, James Holmes, not have a gun in the first place could have saved some lives. Yep. If you're, if you're not familiar with who those people are, uh, Roger, Google Elliott. it. Just Google it, yeah. You should be, because if you're listening to a podcast, you're obviously on the internet, so you know how to use it. <laughs> I love it. Just Google it. I hate that response. Just Google it. Uh, no. Yeah, James, James Holmes was the Aurora <laughs> movie uh, theater uh, shooter. It's true, though. If you're listening to the podcast, you should be able to do two things at once. You can listen yeah, to the pe- podcast, pe- people search like, your web. People like to just get the answers. Here's the, the shooter from the Dark Knight. I was supposed to be in that theater. Really? Yeah, I was dating a girl that was working at the Chick-fil-A across the way. And I had tickets to that theater. And then she got out of work late. That's why we weren't there. That's crazy. Yep. Still got those tickets. God damn. That's dark. Yeah, That's right. dark. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact for you guys. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that, that is crazy too because I had just but You could sell those tickets to some crazy people like the fucking crazy people who uh, buy. I had people uh, offer me money for them already. Yeah, see? That's yeah. crazy. But yeah, I was I had I'd only been here two and a half months ish. I moved out here in like Mother's Day ish. Yeah, welcome and to Colorado. Here's a crazy guy. Time out, time out. Is that why when we first went to movie camp, you had that reaction? Absolutely. Fair enough. I, when I grabbed you and almost yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, bro. We were out. We were out. Nah, dude. My first it was like my I was actually like the first movie that I went to from since that time. Yeah, it's funny. I so to tell you the story a little bit. Movie camp is a pre-movie extravaganza, and it's mm-hmm. awesome, super fun. Highly recommend that people go experience it. 
But the very first time it happened, these motherfuckers flashed the lights on. Everything went bright. I grab this is Tron and I's like fifth time ever hanging out. Fucking grab this dude and just start, we're about to duck down under the seats and take off crawling. And everyone looked at me like I was a crazy person. And I was like, motherfucker, the people just got shot in the movie theater three months ago. And you guys are in here blazing up, making sounds and noises, turn the lights on. I was like, y'all crazy. <laughs> Do you also remember we got called out in another movie camp for smoking? Yeah, yeah well, I, I actually was really funny. I talked to the movie camp guys afterwards and told them, I was like, hey, man, you might not want to do like you might not want to flash into movie theaters the way you do that because of, you know, the war of shooting. And there he was like. I never thought about that. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm telling you right now. I was like, I was supposed to be in that theater. I wouldn't. I was not happy about what you guys just did there. Like that upset me. And I grabbed my friend, and I was scared enough that I thought we were have to dip out of this fucking movie theater. Like straight up, dude. I grabbed this dude, and we were almost. We were about to just die down and get the fuck out of there. Like I didn't know what was going on. He grabbed me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You should have had that. You know, just that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's the proper way to you know handle that situation as well is to just go have a conversation and not just blow them up on social media and then sue them. No, definitely not. And I didn't mean any harm by it. I just said, hey, just so you know, this and it wasn't even a personal effect because we ended up working with the dudes later on. So like, I really I even told him I was like, this is a really cool idea. I just wish I would have known going in that you were doing it in this theater because I would not have been in this theater. <laughs> I would ask to be like, hey, I'll move somewhere else or, hey friends just so you know something beforehand is going to happen because that like that legitimately like i like i don't normally get that scared but i like about shit my pants you know what i'm saying like that was that scared scary to me at that point in time but again i also had I, I i almost had a very traumatic experience in my life you know what i mean yeah almost did thank god she didn't get off work from chick-fil-a until after midnight oh my god yeah, ma- ma- making uh, five minutes, bro. Ma- making jokes about the Aurora shooting would be insensitive. Then, I mean, it's still insensitive, and I understand it. But yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I see you holding yourself back. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like th- th- there's times where I want to say something, but I'm like, I, I just just don't. Just l- let it be. Let it be. Don't say that thing. It- it- it's fine. Just. Just let it die. It's a stupid throwaway joke that no one will appreciate. <laughs> and, and I let it die, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm good. Back, back to the government thing, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we talk, We touch bases on video games, right? Yeah. Here is the bigger one I have, like, the bigger gray area. Books. Yeah, okay. I do think, again, freedom of speech, freedom of thought writing down books put them out right i do think there is a line of like you know again books that preach hate that shouldn't be something that's printed and out there for everyone but like at the same time i have the issue with covering it or like not uh what's it called not printing it because again freedom of speech i do believe that all ideas should be not validated but at least you you shouldn't suffocate ideas uh, good ones will flourish, bad ones will fall. But like at the same time, again, I just have an issue with that. You know what I mean? Like that's where a gray area comes in with that. I mean, like I can go on Amazon right now and buy Mein Kampf. Correct. Um, I don't know what language it's in. It's probably in. I uh, also don't think Mein Kampf really pre. Like I've never read it, so I don't know. It's I pretty mean, interesting, but I don't think it like is all about hate in that book. No, it's it's more about it's an it's about his idealism. Right. Yeah, it's it's translates his, to my struggle. It's, 
Right. Well, it's it's his it's him and his beliefs of what the what the Aryan nation should be, and like what what and his and his struggle to to get that across and his rise through power and all that. You know, not necessarily preaching like kill is not necessarily very. It is anti-Semitic, obviously, but it's not like it doesn't preach that hate in the book. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you get the overtones or undertones. It's actually it, like it's a about. very if you read Art of War, it's a very interesting read if you if you loved and understood Art of War. It's a very interesting read to see and read something coming from someone that, you know, like he was super intelligent. Like Bro, you're white. You're you can't anybody, be. I'm you not saying anything bad. I'm not be. I'm not vouching for I'm not vouching for Hitler. I'm not vouching for Hitler. I'm just saying He's a very remember your picture is on. Yeah, I'm not vouching for Hitler at all. He's a he was a very intelligent human being, and it, his intelligence is portrayed in that book. That's what I'm saying. Just, I just get real Richard Spencer yeah. vibes over here. I'm, he's just very intelligent. No, nothing like that. I'm not vouching for Hitler in any way. I don't. I hate the man. I think he's an. I, no, I don't. I know you, but he was. You're forced to. He was a very. You are forced. To. He was a very intelligent human being, uh, and it comes out in Mein Kampf. There's another book that everyone I think should read, and it's called What If, and it it plays out scenarios of like, what if we didn't win the Civil War, like what if the Union didn't prevail, like what if we didn't, what if Hitler never invaded Russia and only started going after Europe and then decided to do that, or what if Japan never bombed Pearl Harbor and we never entered the fight, or like, what if Martin Luther King never made his speech, that kind of stuff, like where we would be, or like what if like you know things that went down, like what if JFK never never got killed guarantee you we are not just on earth i promise you that we are in space in a big big way if jfk is still alive you know what i mean but it's one of those things where gundam space colonies in space i think that i think that our technology with electric vehicles happens like the jetsons okay like like like, i full-on believe that because that dude was that dude was like that dude was like a dude who should have been president in the 90s back in the 60s then got killed You you know what i mean it was way ahead of this time. I mean, I, I saw a Halloween costume of uh, Jackie Kennedy with blood sprayed all over her face. I'm like, ooh. But I'm like, it's like the two Forever too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things, too, where like, you know, like you said, with, you know, censoring books, you, you know, um, it's <clears throat> there's books that I read because I was in a public school that my friends didn't read because they went to Catholic school. And then there's books that they read that were altered that I read differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing, you know, you go overseas in Europe, they portray world war two way differently. Like they, they portray it. They didn't need us to come and save them. Like we are not back to back winners of world war two compared to them. Like that is the American version of the war. You know, they, we were in like, so they teach it very differently. And I think that it's one of those things where necessarily censoring the author or the writer, like this is historical past. This happened in our history. And to censor history of writing is to live in the fact that it possibly could happen again of us not learning from it in a sense where I'm not saying we write it, read it, live by it, but we write it, read it, understand it, and you know make your own interpretation of it in a sense where – Censoring them is just not giving us the knowledge to not repeat what was what was written down in the first sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
not making the same, like not letting someone get to that point where they're writing a book about mass suicide and mass killings and stuff like that, where let us learn from that. And maybe we can find a way to prevent that guy from going down that path because we have the knowledge from that book to, to support them now, you know, like it's like, uh, like special needs children nowadays compared to special needs in the nineties, fucking night and day of what, what's available for people. You know what I mean? So I think it's one of those things where I think we have to still learn from our history in not censoring the author or censoring the writing where we have to learn interpreted, but it's one of those things where it's that very thin line, like be, you have to be careful with it, you know, because someone will take it, interpret it and live by it. But it's up to, you know, you as parents, again, circles back to the beginning to your parents to be like, Hey, what did you think about that book? How did that book make you feel? How does this video game make you feel like, you know, have that conversation before it gets so far gone that he's turning in, he's interpreting writings in the, in a catastrophic way. So like, you know, there's other books, not just history, like uh, the child called it, Mm -hmm. for instance. Yeah. And it'll make you think and be like, holy shit, does this actually happen? Yeah, it truly fucking does. Yeah, yep. Um, or like the anarchist cookbook, mm-hmm. you know, a cookbook that teaches you how to make you know drugs out of bananas and how to make pipe bombs. And it's, you know, should the government, you know, be able to? I mean, they they have, but should they be able to be like, okay, we don't want you to have these, or we don't want you to have like the army handbooks that we have for the military that are actually free right now for civilians. Yeah. Like you could download them and well, yeah, no, I, stuff. like I, I can get them. Yeah. And you can get survivalist handbooks, but for the longest time, they're like, we don't want this to get out. We want this to stay with our fucking people. So we we're not teaching, you know, everyone how to make trip wires and all that crazy shit. Well, like, so the devil's advocate, because like I said, slippery slope, gray area, right? Yeah. Here's the other issue I have with, like, the government having the power. Again, I didn't know who Fred Hampton was until this year. I didn't know about the Rainbow Coalition until this year. I didn't, like, I knew a lot of, like, Black Panther movements and stuff like that. But, like, not most people's general pop doesn't understand that, like, your wick, your food... That free stuff came from the Black Panthers. They're the ones who initiated those types of programs. Mm-hmm. And, like, the government, with the power the government has, again, with, in our schools, that's, that shit's not taught. It's yeah. not even taught on Black History Month. It's not taught. No, it's, the president did this. The, the, it it yeah. happened during his presidency. Yeah. That, it, not the people that actually did it, you and, know. And so that's the part where. <laughs> Bonk. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you <laughs> It's recorded. <laughs> Bonk. That's why I don't like recording. Get bonked the fuck out. He's like, I, I hate this shit. <laughs> but, the, like, that that's the, where, like, the gray area comes from with, like, giving the government power is, like, you if you give someone power, someone eventually down the line will abuse it in some way. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I mean, like most of, you know, the stuff you hear, um, it is like from music, like system of a down where they're like kind of (coughs) anti-establishment and you're like, you know, what, you know, what is their message? Let's, let's listen to what their message is. And you're like, Oh shit. The, you know, these genocides, you know, um, like the Armenian genocide, 
Yeah, that, that's you know their latest big thing that they're trying to bring attention to. And people don't even believe that there's an Armenian genocide that happened. Like, it's crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, I I can definitely uh, believe it because uh, over there in uh, Belize, I think it is, or Belize, no, that? Bur- <laughs> no Burma, Burma. Um, talking about Malaysia. Yeah, where the cops are just starting to slaughter people. Yeah. Yep, Malaysia. That's Malaysia. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't remember the exact city. Well, like, Burma is, is it Burma? Yeah, yeah it's um, Myanmar or something. like Myanmar, that. that's what it is. Myanmar, yeah. And is it Myanmar? It's not Myanmar. It's Myanmar, Myanmar, whatever. I mean, t- I, I'm just... <laughs> tomato, tomato, bud. <laughs> <laughs> On next week's episode, we argue tomatoes and tomatoes. But of course, you colonizer doesn't care about how you pronounce it. <laughs> as long yeah. as you say it the right way. <laughs> As long as we're bringing, and by atten- right, I mean the white way. As long as we're bringing attention to it, I, I feel like that's what's really important. I don't think like saying it, you know, the right way. It's like, oh, you didn't say it the right way. No, you know, their fucking citizens are getting, you know, killed on the streets just for fucking walking. Yep. And In the wrong area at the wrong time, you know. And, and you know, no, no one cares, and, and no one wants to do anything about it. No one wants to step in. So now they're you know fighting for themselves. If they had oil, we would fight in for them. By the way, my oil stocks are looking real nice right now. Fucking colonizer. Buy, buy, buy the dips. Buy the dips. <laughs> it's the only thing that's not doing bad in the market. Bro. Oh, yeah? My video game stocks are looking pretty good right now. If I had money, I would be playing so many puts right now. Nah, puts are going to be done here soon. So about, many. about to go the other direction. We've had two weeks of down. It's, it's, it's been enough. <laughs> it's called the down syndrome. Talk about, talk about. So I'm not saying that right now is a stock market crash, right? But like no, every it's... every time there's been a long, like a long sustained dip, it's been like huge percentages of corrections. So we're talking like 20, 30 percentage. Like when the COVID crash happened, uh, the dot-com bubble, all those, right? Um, we are, and I know, Wrong podcast for it, but who cares? We are in, uh, what's it called? A long correction because the stock market was propped up so much by our government. Be like, here you go. I I agree. Um, but I think that what we'll do is we will see these, these correction weeks, not necessarily say like where we'll have like, it'll be, a th- it will be like an extended three month thing. I think what will happen will be, We'll have the big deal two weeks thing, and then everyone will be like, "All right, that sucked, but I got like two more paychecks under my belt. We can start investing again, you know." And a stimulus is coming, so and, and that's where I see a, like a dip, rise, dip. Yep. Oh, that one stimulus is good. And then there's going to be another dip, and then another rise because well, of the, so taxes. The, the dip, what will dip will happen is it's going to happen when we go back to 100 percent. Because all those businesses that have been making really good money being the go-to during the pandemic because they're fast, you're in and out, and they're quick, or they've had, but they're 50%, and you can sneak in, and you can sit down, and you get your shit, and you're safe, and all this, that, those places are going to go, they're going to take a little hit, because that steakhouse that has been busy every night for a two and a half hour wait because everyone's trying to get in there because Four it's, hours. Cause it's Texas Roadhouse or whatever. Like that's the place that's going to make a bunch of money. You know. So are what you mean? saying that I should put it, uh, money back into Disney because when Disney Park opens, absolutely hundred Disney sad. for me right now with how low Disney is, I'd buy a bunch of Disney right now. Not financial advice. Not, <laughs> this is not. I financial just, advice. I just like the stock. <laughs> but I'm a big fan. Disney pays you dividends, so I'm all about. Di- 
Yes. They own DirecTV, ESPN, like Disney's for is a is a lifetime hold. I just fucking thought of that. Fucking Disney does own ESPN. Why do you think the NBA you know, was down there? Out. Time out. Do you know that fucking the only way to watch UFC is through ESPN Plus? Like unless they go pay per view. Yeah. Yep. That. Oh, wow. Did you know Skip Bayless just signed a eight million dollar a year deal to be a reporter for Fox? Eight million dollars for a guy to talk about like the rough side of sports for four years. It's a $32 million deal. Skip Bayless, who argues with Shannon Sharp. The white guy, yep. Not going to be there anymore. Disney actually isn't too uh, expensive right now. What is it? One... 194 Ooh, I actually have Disney shares at like 137 Feels good. Feels feels good. I like how you were like, <laughs> oh man, I should buy some Disney stock. You should. I mean, for real though, but Disney <laughs> pays your <laughs> dividends. So like, side note, we'll get back to this in a second. Uh, I don't know where his show is going to go. I imagine it might still be. I thought it was on Fox Sports anyway. I thought it was. In, I thought it was FS1. It was on. Okay, it might be on FS1. I think it might be. Yeah. Um. So back to Disney. Disney pays your dividends. Disney will once we get back through the pandemic, you, the rides are going to start doing again. They're going to start having a bunch of shows down there at the resorts. Their cruises are going to be back. The cruises are going to be back. They're going to have um, the TV shows on Disney Plus because they're not going to stop doing this movie thing. Hey, can I borrow $150 to buy Disney? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just one share, please. But no, uh, Disney is a a lifetime buy for me. Um, Buy like eight shares of it. (laughs) Seriously, I don't mean – I didn't – for me, it's a surprise to see it at 191. Last time I looked into Disney because I bought it, I think it was at 112. I was like, "Well, I lost 20 bucks on that share." Yeah, I mean, like I had to look, but I, I swear to God, I probably bought it about between 110 and 130, and I've just been holding since then. So that's crazy that that stock's up that much. Yeah, over the past year, it's up 84 bucks. What? I guess it makes sense because it did crash out around 100. Yeah, I mean. That's your five-year chart. That part of that is uh. That's the coronavirus. Yeah, and then, there it is. I bought in about there, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. You got also got like go to that five-year chart real quick. Yeah. The crazy thing about there, uh, where's that big rise? The big rise, or the bit that big is that big dip? COVID. That big dip is COVID. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So somewhere in there, you got to remember, Disney spent billions of dollars buying Star Wars, and then billions of dollars buying Marvel. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter though, because that billion of dollars, all they did was just take back their dividends for a month. Fair. Think about it that way. Instead of paying out a big dividend, they just paid a less a dividend. That's how much cash they have because they're because they have. Think about how many monthly plans before Disney Plus came out. Yeah, that's fair. They, that, that's what I'm saying is those monthly plans. Cause like if AT&T didn't have a dividend, AT&T would be like a $6 million stock per share because they could just bundle up all that, all that monthly payment and be like, I own your company. Now you're now part of AT&T boom. I own your company now, but they can't, the dividend thing makes it so they can, so people will forever trade and own AT&T. That's fair. You know what I mean? But you're right. They did. They did spend a ton of money to get both of those. And, um, it's that's why I like the company so much is because it they may have been hit really really hard because of the pandemic and had to lay off tons of their employees and all this, but they made really good business decisions right before this all went down just to set them up for long term success. Like 
You're never not going to not watch Marvel movies. You're never not going to have kids watch Disney movies. You're never not going to watch sports. So figure out how you don't get involved with Disney. <laughs> also, like, it's like Nestle. Yeah. <laughs> Tron's over there with his bottle of water. He's like, is this Nestle? It's Nestle. <laughs> Uh, that's actually one of the thing too. The food brands, crazy companies like Yum. Yum owns so many companies. You'd be surprised, like Taco Bell, like uh, uh, Wendy's. No, they don't. Not Taco Bell, but you know what I mean. They own a Taco bunch of Bell. Brands. Is not Yum at all. I know, but you, I'm saying I'm not saying it's that them, but like there's different brands that they own. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're Tr- Tron got it. <laughs> see, it doesn't taste good. Yeah, yeah, he's like yummy. Yum. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're brands. And I like you. You're like, no, we're talking about corporations right now. I'm talking about money. Nothing else matters. <laughs> Derek has business brain on. He's like, yep, straight, straight That is the preview of why he is the big brain in our next podcast. <laughs> so funny but i like that point that you made about the books i didn't really think about that you know uh, but i remember like i can't remember what book it was i want to say it was catcher in the rye but i don't know if that's right it might have been something different but i read a book in a public school and the guy read the book in catholic school and it was completely different they Probably changed huckleberry finn it might have been of mice and men something like that something that was mice and men is a good book it is a good book hard to read I didn't even Do, think it was a hard to read. I mean, the, the ending's pretty rough. Okay. I mean, when he you ever, that, ever read where, where, where the red fern to, grows? Yes, yeah. And that oh was my god, fucking that's yeah, that one was it, it's, it's like Marley and me. It's like no, his, his little dog buddy died. Okay, they're they're both gonna die. If by die you mean slaughtered by wolverines, then yes, <laughs> or raccoons. But no, I mean, I, like I said, I I that was a good point to bring up about the books. I think it's, I think it's tough. I think it's one of those like. It's a conversation piece. You know, obviously, you know, your parents and your kids should be, and we talked about this last week about, you know, religion and whatnot. You know, it's, I think there's certain books that, you know, dismantled, you know, religion in a bad way that we don't see, you know, we don't even get their hands on because they've been blocked or censored to us. I also think that there's books that are so zealous towards religion that we don't get to read those either because they're probably lunatics. And they're just zealots, you know what I mean? But at the same time, censoring that kind of stuff is, you know, what gives us extremists anyway, because they want their voice to be heard, you know? And I think, you know, us as a United States, having that in the beginning states of our United States gives us a pretty good opening to at least have it available for us. Not necessarily sense like mass censoring or something like that, you know? But available to us if we want to find it, you know, it may teach you some digging. We might have to do it illegally, but we can we can find it if we want to, you know. But compared to other countries, China, India, you know, uh, going to Dubai or places like that that sense the Internet before, as soon as you land, like you can't access like YouTube or something like that. That is the extreme side where I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. So one last thing real quick, and then I'm going to throw it out of my headphones and go get my coffee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, he made coffee there. Really. But uh, really quickly, though, the other – again, I know I'm arguing myself in this argue this, but, like, this is just a really one of those topics that, like, I see literal both sides. Yeah, for sure. If you don't do any type of censorship, this is how you fucking get these Q followers and everything that's mm-hmm. going on right now. Just Q want to- followers? QAnon? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not. 
I mean, he's definitely right on that point too. You know, not censoring is that, you know, but at the same time though, we wouldn't like, you got to look at some things that are going on right now with a little bit of beauty because like the American people are, they may be standing for the wrong dude or not, you know what I mean? But they're getting out and they're getting their voice heard. And there are some shining lights of people that are like, you know, people in the in the, the government that are saying the right things they're just not you know not there yet or there are people standing up for you know black lives matter and stuff like that that are really just saying the right things and doing the right things and making the right deals and whatnot because they now have the voice to do it and they now have the platforms to do it you know i mean like i like i i make fun of greta thunberg <clears throat> because you know we're a little you know how dare you speak but in all reality, it's a good thing that we have young people stepping up, mm-hmm. taking the mantle, fighting for what they believe in. Yep. And so I'm like, yeah, cool. Oh, Tron's back. I have to start making fun of Greta Thunberg again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I was just saying that uh, it's a good thing that she's there and, uh, you know, being a young voice in this generation fighting for what she believes in. And... There is going to be, you know, young people that are fighting for the wrong things, which, which you know, brings me up to my next point, uh, music. You know, th- there's a lot of, you know, violent music out there. Um, a lot of, you know, staples of the 90s even, like NWA, you know, Fuck the Police. And, you know, the, I... Most people will be like, okay, I understand what they're saying. And then other people are like, you want these police officers dead? Or, you know, insane clown posse. It's like, oh, we're going to go kill people and rape people now. It's like, no, it's it's music. So should the government be able to censor, you know, their art of music, even though it gets way wilder than any comedian has ever gotten? So one thing um, that I like about music is think about how many song names have the word love or I love for love, love this, love that. And it's like you can type in like one word and there's all these artists and they can have the same title, but they don't ever get in trouble for it. And if you into like, I know it sounds like a weird correlation, but I'm gonna throw this in there. If you go to the brewery world and you brew a beer and it has the same name as another brewery they can you can sue them for intellectual property laws the brewer of the beer no the brewery can sue the sue the brewery and make them change the name of the beer and they're never allowed to brew that beer ever again so in a sense where we can ha- how would they find out <laughs> you just don't give so or- to reference uh there was a brewery here out of denver well it was originally utah but out of denver uh named epic brewing and there's a brewery out of Buena Vista called Eddie Line. And Eddie Line brewed a brewery called Epic Day Pale Ale. And it was just about an epic day on the rapids or mountain, whatever. It was all about drinking beer, doing your thing in the mountains, an epic day. And Epic, every year on their anniversary, has an epic day. And they felt that Eddie Line was stepping on them because – so they for a couple of years, they were like, hey, man, can you just change the name of that beer? And Eddie Line was like, no, it's one of our best sellers. We're not doing it. So they presented them with a cease and desist order. They wouldn't do it. And then they finally sued them and they made them change the name. So now they can only brew the beer when Epic says it's okay for them to brew that beer. 
because see that, that's when you give them the wrong recipe. You're like, oh, it's made with uh, raccoon piss and water. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is where you know the musicians, you know, being able to say use the same name is you know it's this their it's their, it's freedom in that sense. And I think music is along the, along the lines of that freedom is you know intellectual where it's you know it's freedom of speech in your songs and whatnot you know where i maybe not necessarily agree with saying like fuck the police but i completely understand where nwa came from and what they were fighting for to get their voice heard and then also the response of millions because of their music you know um like still to this day i can hear people bumping it in their car you know what i mean like still to this day like lincoln park gets played you know what i mean like and there was not a lot of people that agreed with what Lincoln Park was doing back then, you know, screaming and talking about certain things that were rough back then, like suicide and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those things where if we start censoring music, we need to we need to delve back into history a little bit because there's a couple of songs in like the 50s, 60s and 70s that are literally talking about doing terrible things. You know what I mean? Where we have to start censoring all of it. Well, again, I mean, you know? like there's, there's that song like that, you know, is about little girls Oh yeah, what is that song? Oh my gosh! I, I, I love little girls. Yeah. You know. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's a Christmas song. And oh yeah, the one, the duet. Yeah, the duet. There's the scene in the shower. It's literally a rape song. All I'm saying is, if y'all watch Dave Chappelle, and he goes back. Oh and yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like old time songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just like, white. yeah. He's like, what the fuck <laughs> like, i forgot about what, that what y'all are saying now mm-hmm. immediately brought that to me because i have yeah. i cannot get on the same page with y'all because i'm just not that like uh what about the ice in, cream song big in like super like oh plethora music and whatnot i listen to everything so but, I, like i understand what y'all are talking about but you guys going back and forth i'm like this is what Dave Chappelle was talking about, about old music. And like, it's all just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's just like, like nowadays we were say fu- like, well, fuck him. But like in the back in old days, they'll just say a nicer way. Yeah. Of the exact yeah. Thing. Or they'll use a saying that was a, like, they'll, they'll tie in a saying back then. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Frank Sinatra was one of the worst. Frank Sinatra, like as much as I love Frank Sinatra, some of his songs, like he literally would see, he'd like, would get so close to like, you like, I was with this girl. You know, on a Friday, you know, we were in our car. She, she said no. So I let her go in the house and then I rang her doorbell and I was like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, that's illegal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just shit like that. You know, I mean, so. but, but that back in the day, that was just shooting your shot. Yep. She was just playing hard to get. And yep. shoot your shot. Yep. I mean, like, like the ice cream yep. song. Have you ever like uh, done a little bit of research into that? Oh, it, there's a cartoon to go along with it with Yosemite Sam. Bro, and, there's a song I really liked. And I didn't know it was talking about like running from a bullet, <laughs> like and shit like that. Or like pumped up kicks. It's about yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's the song. Didn't um, know that. That's what it was yeah, saying. Probably, yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. No, and I, then, I, um, I used to be like just seeing what the, the gorillas, song, and uh, then like somebody pointed out what I was saying. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, say that again, but slower. Uh, <laughs> the 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 gorilla song. Uh, I think it's Clint Clint Eastwood or the. Feeling happy. Feeling, uh-huh. Yeah. That's talking about huffing glue. Really? Yeah. We've got a pocket. Pocket, pocket full of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that's about. Well, that's about cocaine. Okay. Because uh, there's another one. Uh, oh, who was it? Fucking. Who sings the song Voodoo? Is, this Is that Dave Voodoo? Matthews Band or something like no. that? No. Sam B. 
No, no, Godsmack. Godsmack. Voodoo. Uh, yeah. Voodoo. Uh, yeah. There's, there's one of his songs that he's talking about heroin. I didn't know that. I just thought it was a good song. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like, Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, it's about meth. Is it really? Yeah. Man, my mind is just exploding right now with, like... <laughs> well, you know the band Breaking Benjamin, right? Yeah. So they that band... So he was that band was that was a big popular local band in Pennsylvania. They're from like two hours north of where I'm from, and <coughs> they are only still a band because that dude was doing so bad with drugs that the only way to keep him away from doing drugs is playing music, and they got signed. Wow. So I this is going to make me sound super racist. I understand. I know when people say that too, and everyone always is like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> But it sounds like a, a lot of Caucasian uh, artists have a lot of hidden meanings in their songs. Oh, for sure. Because a well, lot they, of, they, like, when you pr- take rap music, for example, uh, it's pretty, like, straightforward. Spill it out. They yeah. may say it with rhyme, but they spill it out for you. And, like, it's it's a real, like, again, it also might be, like, me not exposed to it as mm-hmm. much. But, like, they're, it's a story that they're telling where, like, again, I never thought of, like, a lot of this stuff. Yep never even knew it till just now yep um so i think it was cannibal core it's a screamo band they literally talked about having dead bodies buried at his house it was literally called like the song's called like dead bodies at my house and he sings about having dead bodies at his house and then the the, the police actually listened to it and looked into it searched his house found dead bodies you know i always thought rappers got caught rapping, like telling themselves yeah. in the nah, game. nah the guy's an like idiot and then i was think i think it was the <laughs> Nikki Six, that band, I think he got in trouble because he actually had a fan's suicide note that he never released. Uh, and then he wrote a song about it. And I think the mother correlated the lyrics. So he got in a bunch of trouble about not helping the police with his investigation of this suicide because of this. It was this whole thing with the fan. I don't know if, this whole, if it was found to be true or not, but there was like a thing where his song was about suicide and I guess it correlated with not something like him or him dealing with it, but it was a fan that affected him. I guess it was an interview one time, but he didn't say much about it. And then it comes out, I guess this lady's daughter had committed suicide because something with him to it too. So all kinds of craziness. Reminds me of like that skit from like, uh, <laughs> like Mr. Show with, uh, the kid that like, uh, Titanica, and the song was like try suicide and the kid uh, jumps into it like a vat of acid but his head survives what so, the fuck what are you, you talk- not remember mr show no oh my nope. god i watched i just watched the rick and morty episode where rick went or where morty jumped in the vat of acid and then the security guard got covered and he thought he was immune to acid then he went on the talk show and was like didn't drip down the no yeah no i, I remember that episode it's at the beginning of the episode. I hate, when you, they jump I hate when you don't get references, Tron. To, but, but yeah, at the end. <laughs> well, you're just like, oh, yeah, I love it. Ah! It's like so great. Do you know he didn't know Gerard Butler was goddamn King Leonidas? Nope. Had no clue Gerard was fucking Wait, so, Leonidas for the longest yeah, time. It was like 2015-ish or something like that. It was literally like four or five years ago. Nose. It's like... No, it, it was like... It was 2015, we were at his house, and we were like talking about a movie. It was Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, look, because I don't think I've ever seen it before or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, King Leonidas, you know? And he was like, what? I was like, Gerard Butler, King Leonidas. He goes, 
What do you mean? I was like, that guy played King Leonidas, and he was like, no way. I was like, I'm telling you. And then we went and watched 300, and I like showed him like four more actors. I was like, holy shit, I never put it together. And now it's become like a game where now we like when we look at an actor, but like that's uh that's hey, like someone you know, not like a mainstream guy, but someone you wouldn't really notice. But like, hey, that's the guy from What's It Called, and you're like, holy shit, that is the guy from What's It Called. You know, it is a game that we yeah, do and now. it's not really like a fun, not like a big thing. But I do it all the time, and I got a lot of friends to do it. And they're like, "We'll watch a movie together," and I'm like, "Holy shit, he's he's an extra in that movie too!" You know, it's fun. Yeah, like when I saw uh, after uh, what's it called, Dark Knight, and then we watched Battlefield of L.A. And we're yep. like, "Oh shit, Harvey Dent!" Yep, that's Harvey Dent. <laughs> Harvey Dent went from Two Face to back to One Face, <laughs> saving the world from aliens. Did you know that Robert Downey Jr. was in Tropic Thunder? He was the black guy. He was the reason why I almost didn't watch that movie. And then that movie was great. And that's made me realize, like, uh, whenever people are just bitching on the internet, go ahead and look for yourself before you believe them. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> I saw it and I was like, and I, I only saw like some of the previews, but I just saw him and I was like, why the fuck is he playing? I was upset. Blackface. And then like the first line, I'm just a dude playing a dude that try to play another dude. I was like, oh shit, it's not <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was a black body, really. <laughs> yeah, do you know that that movie and Sherlock were his last two movies before being Iron Man? Fair. Do you know he was a raging drug addict? Yes. And that's why he played the perfect Iron Man. Disney was like, Disney had like a 6,000 page contract. They're like, 20 movies, 20 years, you'll be a billionaire. He's like cool then i can do drugs <laughs> you know uh i'm telling you that's how i went down with him too he was all about it i mean but good on to him he hasn't had a, like a he's like sober for like 10 years something like that. some crazy like shout out to robert Downey for getting his life together but like i thought it was kind of neat i looked it up the other day that his last two movies were like it either went sherlock then tropic or tropic then sherlock into iron man in 2009 was the first iron man which is crazy to think about it is I mean, yeah, like if you work for Disney, you have to like watch everything, especially your Twitter, or you can be like a muscular UFC. <laughs> oh, we're going chick. to go back to this character, whatever her Shout real out name Cara is. Dune. Is that her real? Is Cara Dune her real name or her, the actress? Actress. That's the act. Like that's a character. That, that's name? the character in. Um, yeah. Yes, that's how I know her. Is that yeah. Cara Dune? I don't know her real name. Yeah. Does well, anyone know her real name without looking it up? No. No. Okay. What? I don't care that much. But you she, know she, when she, I say Cara Dune, you know she, who I'm talking about. No, I don't. I've never seen The Mandalorian. Not even a single episode. What? You need to get the fuck and change your life and go watch that show. I I've literally had you give me your password for Disney Plus, and I don't even know what my password is anymore. Is it still on the board, or did you no, wipe I, it off? The board got. It's oh, gone. that's it's gone. <laughs> Gianna Gina Cara Cara uh, own Cara own. I I love Carano. when people can't pronounce last names. I don't know. She used to be a UFC fighter. Yep. It's like, you know, people see my last name. They're like, P -p 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 I have no idea. How do you say it? Bro, I hate when people on the phone are like, Ron? No, Tron. John? No, Tron. <laughs> They're like, Tron? Yes. <laughs> because it's not a common name. How many other Trons do you know? Zero. I, was, I am waiting to meet another one. I was I, when I met Tron at uh, at our job a couple years back. 
he said his name. I was like, what? I was like, well, that's cool. Like the movie. And he was like, holy shit, you're the first one. And I was like, what? He's like, normally some someone would be like, what'd you say? Or this or that. I was like, you said Tron. I thought you said the, like the movie. He's like, exactly like that. And I was, and I remember, I remember the exact conversation we had. He was like, that's one of the first times someone actually didn't question what I said. When that happened, uh, the best way to put it is if you've watched Guardians of the Galaxy and Star-Lord finally is like, Star-Lord, he's like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. This guy gets it. <laughs> yes. Like, that's the perfect way to describe it. It's so funny. But yeah, I mean, so we're saying that the government has no real right to ban anything except if it's crossing a line. Well, here again, like obviously like, you know, child porn, snuff porn. Um, but I think porn. the lines that is evolving. And I think cyberpunk is a great look at that with what our society is accepting on the day to day basis now compared to. No, vi- I don't stu- accept cyberpunk. His small penis is still bigger than my regular penis. That flaps in the wind. Where well, that's driving. your own fault for pressing the controls the wrong way, Mike. You know, Mike sitting there. Mike. But I think, that, like I said, I think if you put video games that are now, you say the technology was available back in the '90s or '80s, but they still believed in what they believed back then. I think that our video game world would be decimated. There would be no one would be playing them because they wouldn't. They wouldn't like you can't just put that in a game. You got to censor that, censor that, censor that. Now. That we've pushed these boundaries in our social lives and in, you know, things outside of just gaming. I think that, yes, we still need to keep the censorship going. Obviously, we can't, like you said, snuff film, stuff like that, you know, have a line. But I think we're seeing the line move even further, you know. Well, I mean, here with podcasts, I can say whatever I want. I can, you know, do a podcast. Debatable. No, you still I, can't say whatever. You can't threaten people on a podcast, though. Yes. Yeah, no, I can't commit crimes on the podcast, but... You know, I, I can make a podcast all about hate speech. Absolutely. I but can, not directly threatening violence on an individual. Yeah, no, I, I can't be like, we all need to kill this guy. Yeah, we can't we can't pull a Donald Trump. Obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> Shout out Donald Trump. So but you know, I, I can be like, I hate black people, they're the worst, and I no one will listen to it and it'll cost me money. You know, you might get a lot of people listen to it. Just the raw type of folk. Trust me. I have the human (laughs) podcast and people don't listen to that. (laughs) I can't find it most of the time. And I'm like, did they censor it? Was the Anne Frank joke a little too far? Shadow band. Shadow band. I mean, I wonder if, you know, certain services can do that. They're like, I don't like what you're saying in your podcast. We have bots that go through your podcast and if there's a host, I imagine they can imagine if you're if you're if you're uploading to a host site, there's got to be some some sort of writing. But if no. you if you own now, if you own your own company, uh, I think that's a different thing where you're. Yeah. You no, know, like I, I own the servers for this podcast. So, you know, I, I pay for the servers and the whole thing. So they're not, you know, sponsoring me for free. And yeah. You know, it's nothing like that to where I have to follow their rules. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's different. Um, so, yeah, like on Castos, for instance, you can find my podcast, no problem. But if you go on to, you know, Stitcher, this podcast, Argue This, easy to find. The human podcast, a little bit more difficult. And I'm like, I wonder if they, they kind of push me to the back because they don't like what I say in that podcast. But this one is a little bit better. 
So yeah, imagine, that, imagine listening to this podcast, waiting for us to say something that should put us back on like the search thing, and then being like ten seconds in and be like, "That was easy." <laughs> See, oh, like, and then I'll just trim out like the first eighteen minutes of this, and you know, we're we're good. But that that's it. Uh, check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all the fucking things. Um, Alex a truck, all of it. Uh, we got Tronny Wani over there. Yep, uh, Tronny Wani on. What am I on Instagram? I have I post pictures of my dog now. I post pictures of like you know, shit post memes and stuff like that. Yeah, people haven't love decided what to animals. post yet. I just post pictures of my cat on Instagram. I post my dumb thoughts on Twitter. And I post footage of whatever I'm playing on Twitch. Do you have a social? Nah. No, no, nothing that you want to put out. Check it out. My social, This I got it like three weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe a month ago. Yeah, it's not really anything exciting. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I have an Instagram. I show off where I hike. But that's about it. Man, my Instagram has like six pics. And if you've noticed, I have a green screen. So I'm going to be doing some crazier shit. So... Can't wait to have like Star Wars scenes around me. Can't wait to have like a bunch of like dicks just floating behind me. Oh man, I hate the fact that you're going to be able to do that freely. I'm just going to wear oh. every Sunday. I'm going to wear a green shirt over here, so my head just floats wherever you guys put me. Yeah, I mean, like I I, I can do it in like in the middle of the podcast. I can just if, go if here and back. I want space. For the record, if Derek does show up with a green shirt. You should make the top of his head the penis and the rest of his shirt like the dick of the ball. I mean, that, that's, that's let, just too much work. Let it float around like his head. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and, now we're in space. And look at us. We. Oh, snap. Yeah. Of course, the black guy's not there. <laughs> yeah, no, because. Uh, you left know, me out. I don't have a green screen behind you. Maybe we'll get a second one. You're there. Two. Seems like too much work. But yeah, check us out on all that other stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for uh, whatever else I decide. Whatever my crazy head turns out. All right. Bye. Peace.